Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to the Champions of Happy podcast, the podcast where I talk to my friends about what makes them happy, what makes them smile, and what brings them joy. Hello and welcome to the podcast. Sam, hello. Hi, James. Is Thank it okay to say Merry me. Christmas yet? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, Merry, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. I always actually find saying Merry Christmas really a little bit, not cringe, but a bit awkward. Because I feel it's a very American, you see it on American films and you see it oh, yeah. on Christmas cards. But actually saying the word to someone, Merry Christmas. Or, feels, or Happy Holidays. Yeah. Happy Holidays. Merry Christmas. And I'm a bit like, on Christmas Day, I feel fine saying it. But the prior i feel really awkward about it like merry christmas like are you one of those yeah. families that go for christmas walks and like greet people you don't know in the street with absolutely not <laughs> <laughs> neither are we i just wanted to check say. we are a stay in the house kind of family so sam obviously i know who you are you're my friend um and you've been on other podcasts including what's upon a scream a number of times but give us a quick reason as to who you not not a reason as to who you the are reason, who the are reason you my being <laughs> well james it's very important i exist <laughs> well my name's sam i'm your friend from the london gay men's chorus that's where we met maybe four or five years ago now um that's it really <laughs> <laughs> So I've been wanting to get you on the podcast for ages and I've been just, I was, because normally every guest has a specialist topic to talk about um, that to do with their career or their life. And with you, I was like, I, I really want to get Sam on, but I don't know what to get him on for. And so when Christmas came along, I was like, who, who can I know will be able to bounce back and forth about this? Sam! So my oh. most important question is, do you actually like Christmas? Yeah, I love Christmas. Thank God, because this could have been a really awkward podcast if you didn't. Yeah, I, I love all things. I mean, actually, I used to work in retail, so for a brief period, I did hate Christmas. <laughs> it's because you get to see the absolute worst of people <laughs> shopping. Um, my advice to anyone listening is don't work in retail at this time of year. Um, I tempt yeah, Other than once. that, I do love Christmas. Yay! Um, so what is a typical Christmas day for you? Well, as an adult, I used to go out on Christmas Eve when we were allowed to do that. I don't think we can do that this year. But I would, I would go out and see my friends on Christmas Eve, the people who I hadn't seen, because I don't live in, I usually go home for Christmas, which is in Stoke-on-Trent in the north. Um, so I'll go out with the friends that I used to hang out with when I was a teenager. And it's, a, it's a Christmas tradition for us to get, you know, absolutely wasted. Reminisce on, you know, nights out past um, and then we wake up recovering with a hangover. Um, presents usually come about midday when everyone can be asked to do it because <laughs> as we're all adults now, it's not the first thing we think about. Um, and then for the queen at three. Oh, you're a queen yeah, family. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm a queen person. I like the royals. Um, and then we have dinner and then we just watch every Christmas special going and fall asleep in front of the TV. Usually we'll try and get a game going, but one of us usually can't be arsed or doesn't want to play. <laughs> we'll have a good go. Now, obviously, you're with your um, lovely partner, Charlie. Do you Have you ever spent Christmas together or do you always go your own little way for Christmas? What do you do? We spent Christmas at Charlie's parents last year, which was lovely. Because I haven't really spent a Christmas with a different family. And um, they do things, they're not as traditional as most families. They have a Christmas barbecue which was fun. Yeah. 
Um, so they like have like fish and um, I don't know what else they do on the barbecue, sausages, I guess. That was good fun. Christmas barbecue. It's interesting to hear other people's traditions because that to me sounds like sacrilege. But um, <laughs> if it works for you, yay. I love you, Charlie. <laughs> if you listen. He listens. Good. Correct answer. Correct response. And um, so how was that? How does that feel the first holiday not being with the family? Was it strange, different? It was fun. I am... Um... I mean, I make myself at home wherever I go, so I can really enjoy myself wherever I am. I'm sure my family miss me. I miss them as well, but I was just like, yeah, I'm, I'm quite happy to have a change for Christmas and see how other people do it. I've done it once before where I spent Christmas with an ex and his family, and that was weird. It was so weird. It was lovely, what we did and all, but it was strange not, not to be with my own family. Uh, and the phone conversation telling them I wasn't going home for Christmas, oh, that was horrible. Um, and this year, obviously, my, my, my family are in Manchester uh, and they're currently in tier three and London is in tier oh, two. Shit. Yeah, I've not been I've not seen my family for, I think, a year now. Um, so I'm not trying. I mean, the plan this year, to be fair, was always to have Christmas here in London. But the plan was for me to go up for a few days beforehand to see them. Mm. Um, but that's not happening now. Thank you, COVID. Um, which is going to be, that's going to be the weird bit. Like, I'm, I'm looking forward to having my first London Christmas because I've never done that before. Um, well, you get to do things your own way and make your own traditions. Yeah, exactly. And so, fingers crossed today, we're going to go get a tree. I've had to bug my partner about it for a while. He was umming and ahhing about it, but I think we're actually doing it today. So I'm really looking forward to that. I think uh, everyone's we'll trying extra special this year to make things as Christmassy as possible. Mm. Even I've done, I've done that with um, Christmas cards. I felt yes. really adult. I wrote Christmas cards for people. And I was like, oh my God, I'm starting to get them back now. And my house is filling up and the shelves are filling up with Christmas cards. It's very exciting. Oh, I don't <laughs> normally do cards. I actually, I'm not a massive fan of cards, but I, this year I thought, seeing as I can't see people properly, yeah. I'll send a card. So I purchased them and my handwriting is appalling. So I um, got my partner to do them for me. Uh, and then... That's not the they're point. Like, so, I told him what to, I mean, to be fair, they're going to our friends. So it's fine. I did my family's ones, but for our bunch of friends, he's written all of them. Uh, and all the witty, funny remarks obviously came from me. If he says otherwise, he's lying. Um, so expect that in the mail. Sometimes. A joint effort on your part then. Yes, yes. And I, I found the, um, I, this year I, I tried to find Christmas cards from... Um, uh, local artists. Um, in the end, I ended up on the Etsy. She's an artist um, who has a lovely range of cards. Uh, so it was nice this year to try and, yeah, do something, I suppose. I can't all go see you. So, yeah, it's I think it's important, it's important this year because, like you said, we're not going to see everyone that we normally see. So I think it's nice to show that we're actually thinking about them and mm. reaching out to them. And also, you know, well done for getting locally sourced Etsy cards, you know, handmade's lovely. Yeah, so that was nice to do. I enjoyed that. It was it just it was something fun and festive to do as well. Like normally, yeah, like I said, I'm not normally a card person, but this year, try and it go the extra. Like you didn't actually do much of the work. You bought the cards, and your partner wrote the cards. I helped. I said he. I said <laughs> I, I picked there. which card was going to who. I sat down. I said that can go to him. That can go to her. That can go to him. And then he made some funny jokes. And um, <laughs> <laughs> so, with what are you doing this year then? Well, I've made plans to go home. I'm still going to risk it. Don't tell everyone. Okay. Maybe we won't involve that one. You are allowed to travel between tiers. I've checked the governing guidance on it. I mean, it may change in the next day or so as it changes daily, but I, I, you can mm. travel from the 23rd to the 27th, which I'm doing. Because um, I'm like, you, I haven't seen my family this year, um, but we're, we're going to try and make it work. We're going to be bubbling. Is that the right nice. phrase? We're creating yeah. a festive bubble. A bubble. Yeah, we don't really go and see other families as such on Christmas Day, so it'll just be us. It'll be fine. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it this year. Um, I've I've promised Mum and Dad we'll do face we'll do FaceTimes and Zooms, and yeah, we're just gonna make the, make the most of it. And hopefully, 2021 vaccine vaccine me up. I'll just oh, inject. Yeah. My veins are really good. Give me every single vaccine you've got. <laughs> Stab me, I don't care. Slapping the inside of your elbows there. Literally, like come on. Junk. Come on, Inject give me that me. <laughs> I'm so over it. I'm so over this year. It's been so boring. Um, but actually, no, that's not true. Um, 
this year has highlighted positive things and made them more special. Um, I feel like, um, I mean, we hung out before previously, but I feel like we've hung out and spoke more this year than we've ever done previously. That's true. You know, when you say like, I think it's brought people together in a different way because we've gone, right, well, we've been told we can't see people. So we've all tried to find a way around that by seeing everyone we can as much as possible in different ways. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, a very, nice. that's a very positive point. Yes. Thank you. That's good. Yes. So um, after, uh, so does that mean after COVID's gone, we're not going to talk again? Probably. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's him. No, no, no. no it's really <laughs> hard to get out of a WhatsApp group, isn't it? You know what I mean? Once you're in it, <laughs> you can't just leave quietly because everyone's like, oh my God, what happened? Why they leave? What happened? Sam has left the group. Yeah, he just got his vaccine yesterday. He's done <laughs> Bye. Bye now. <laughs> I did all uh, I could. Bye. <laughs> so back on the subject of <laughs> back on Sorry. the subject of Christmas. <laughs> it's yes. um, what was your favourite gift as a child? Oh my god! Put me on the spot. My favourite yeah. gift. I had a trampoline that I loved. Yeah. Um, it was like a, like a proper big, big one. No, one of those, it was a small, like, square red one that was set up in our living room. I think I loved it because it was a surprise. Oh. You know, it wasn't one, like, because I knew I wanted a bike. Um, yeah, the trampoline. I remember seeing the trampoline for the first time and just being on it constantly all the time. So that, I suppose. Hmm. Do you have any standout childhood or even adult Christmas memories that you're really fond of? Mm-hmm. Oh, so two years ago, um, our Christmas performance of um, Papa with the chorus. Oh, of course. That's a particular standout for me, only because I played, um, I was one of three Nancy's, uh, Christmas Nancy's. <laughs> I was the Nancy of Christmas present. And we and I got to sort of part host the show as well. So that, that was good fun. Do you remember any of your lines from that? Um... Do I? <laughs> no, I'll come back to you. Just yeah, a lot of, lot, lot of cock, cockney shouting and big arms. <laughs> I remember just what I remember being in the in the chorus, watching you do it and running from one side of the theatre to another side of the theatre, yeah. just popping up in the. <laughs> had to pop in the up in all different boxes. Just... And as we, as, as we progressed through the show, like we started off with a bonnet on, and then every time we'd come back on, we'd have a different piece of like Victorian clothing on it. So we ended up in full. Nancy drag by the end of it. I'll have to put that on the Instagram. That's a great picture. Um, I, in that show, I was, it's my first time ever in the performance group, I think. Uh, and I did the um, Mary Poppins chimney sweep dance. Chef in time. Chef in time. Oh my God, I can't tell you how nervous I was. I was, because <laughs> I'm not a dancer. I'm not, no, I got, I got told very clearly that I was not a dancer. I was a mover. It was in an email. These are our dancers, people who actually move. <laughs> And these are all movers, and I was a mover. So I was like, um, that means you, you give good face and the impression <laughs> of dancing. Oh God, I was I was so scared. <laughs> I was like, I had We're great. Sticks I mean, the, the performance group. I'm always jealous of those because I also am a bit of a mover rather than a dancer. I can follow a routine, but I couldn't choreograph a, a, a dance number. No, I'm, I'm oh, all I'm all about the face. Like, look here, look at me. Face, face, I know, face. All, I know all the words. <laughs> I didn't. Um, <laughs> all the moves. I'm really surprised. I got in, to be fair. Uh, <laughs> You're more of a mover, James, I've heard. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> um, so have you done all your Christmas shopping or is there still more to do? I'm mid-shopping now. Um, I thought I'd be, I'd be like rushing back to the shops and I just thought I don't need to. I can do it online. Yeah. And I, know I, I know I shouldn't be using Amazon, <laughs> but I'm absolutely using Amazon. Why not? <laughs> Because we've been like, you know, like with cards and things, like you should go to local businesses, uh, businesses. But I'm also trying not to go out too much just because I am going home and I don't want to risk it. Yeah. Mm. Um, he says. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, in, I'm in the midst of, I've asked everyone for their Amazon wish lists and I'm working my way through. Very not very original, but everyone will get something that they want, I think. Yeah. I mean, it gets harder than when we get, as we grow up, I find it's, Harder and harder knowing what to get people. Like my partner, he's the most impossible person to buy. I can't say what I've got him because he doesn't listen to the podcast. Um, 
Don't ruin it. Can you can you mime it for me? Uh, I. <laughs> That's a useful medium for podcasts. A blowjob. <laughs> well, if you the listeners um... know, he was he had his hand in the shape of a cylindrical object in front of his mouth. <laughs> I wonder if I'm going to keep that in. I'm probably going to keep that in. Sorry, I'll just do a warning at the start of the podcast. Um, yeah, so I, he's so, in, he's impossible. I've had to like literally look him in the face and say, what do you want? So I don't know. Mm. So he's, his go-to answer is, I don't know, on a lot of things. I'm like, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, as we you grow like up. You like that though. He... I'm, I'm very much, if someone asked me what I want, like, oh, I don't know. I don't mind. Get me anything. I, I really would. I'm happy with most things, what people would get me. Because I, I think, I think it, is, it is the thought that counts, I think. <laughs> it is, it is. But I'd like to know they're going to enjoy it when they open the box, at least. So I'm like, ah. Yeah. No, I, <laughs> but, I, no I, I understand, like, if I, what I, I have to get something for someone that I know that they want, because then they will enjoy it. But it's the opposite for me. I don't mind. I'll have anything. Get oh, me anything. I'll be happy. Person. You're the worst Christmas <laughs> yeah. person to get. Uh, have you been involved in, I mean, I know the answer to this, but have you been involved in any Secret Santas? Yes. Every year I get involved in that crap. No, I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> no I, I do enjoy a Secret Santa. And um, yeah, we're, 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 in, we're in the same group, aren't we, for a Secret Santa? We are, yes. Have you, have you sent have you, and received yours? yours yet? I've not. Me and Colin haven't received ours yet. We sent both of ours. Ooh. We haven't received anything yet. We could work this out, couldn't we, by asking the group who's received theirs. I've sent mine out. So you, then you must know that I'm not your secret Santa because you... Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Interesting. Yes. I'm curious. I, I'm looking forward to us all um, unwrapping those live on Zoom. The big reveal. <laughs> I wonder, though, are we going to do the thing where we all take turns or are we just going to open it all at once? Oh, do you do that with your family? Because I, I, I watch people open presents one by one. Could take for us. <laughs> yeah, we slow. We in our house, we slowly pass them out. I mean, me and my sister normally have the most presents anyway, but like we'll give them to mum and dad. Oh, it's mum's turn. Everyone, look at mum. So and then she's like, oh, isn't that nice? So yes, it is. Oh. Uh, I once got I, my mum fucking it, but I do really love it as well. I was going to say I got my mum a Christmas present once. That um. Well, no, it wasn't me. I'm totally taking credit for it, but it wasn't me at all. It was my sister. <laughs> <laughs> I filmed my mum opening my, Christmas, my sister's Christmas present, but it was, it was tucked inside a Christmas packer, and it was tickets to go and watch Strictly Come Dancing live. So when she That's a great gift. I know, wasn't it? And then she revealed her present. Oh, that was so lovely. I thought, That's really ingenious. That's why we should deliver all our presents in crackers, which are quick. Get it done, and it's a nice surprise. <laughs> then get the prosecco. Done. Yeah. How many? Do you, you, so you've got a sister. Do you have any other siblings? Yeah, I've got one sister and a brother. My sister's she's um, the eldest. She's ten years older than my brother's five years younger. So you're the middle child. Is, there, is the, there any like competition-wise? The gifts like do you try and outdo each other? No, we don't. Actually, we're quite good. My mum always gets really nice things from all of us. I think we're all quite thoughtful in that sense because we all love our mum to bits. Um, so she always gets really nice stuff. I know yes. I'm the favourite anyway, so. <laughs> yeah, I'm no the same, what they I'm get. The um, <laughs> Sarah and I, my sister, we work together on the gifts now. Um, every now and then I might try and sneak a little one in by myself just to say, from your son. Um, like I sent a... Uh, my mum and dad won't listen to this. Yeah, so I sent um, a extra box of Ferrero Rocher for my mum. And Sarah was like, what's this? I was like, oh, it's a box of Ferrero Rocher. And I couldn't remember if I put from James and Sarah or from me and my partner. I'm like, oh, what did I say on the, the, on the card? Oh, well. Um, I mean, she loves me more, more anyway, so it's fine. Um... <laughs> <laughs> oh, Christmas. What kind of food do you eat? Are you a chicken? Are you a turkey? Kind of we're a turkey family. I think we are anyway. My sister was vegan for a good while and I think she's still vegetarian now. So she's been having a separate nut roast mm -hmm. special <laughs> plate for her. Um, but yeah, well, you know, we have all, all the trimmings, Yorkshire pudding, stuffing, the sausages in the bacon. Pigs and blankets, the best bit. Yeah, those. We've, <laughs> recently, we've recently started doing the... Um, you know, the Prosecco in the morning, the orange Prosecco. Fox Fizz. Fox Fizz. <laughs> Not anything's cool. Like, it's the food. 
put the food in, you put the food in your mouth. Um, and I, I'm a big chocolate fan, so I will just eat chocolate all day. I'll work my way through the celebrations tin, the quality street, the miniature heroes, the after eight mints. Like it'll, I'll just sit and pick all day and not think anything of it. It's Christmas. Why would you? Yeah. Have, have you ever taken a stab of making the Christmas dinner? No. I've helped. My mum's so prepared. She just It's just done. Like she's, It's all prepped ahead of time. And then it's just like a case of putting it in the oven and turning on the hob, I guess. I don't, I don't actually know how to use an oven. That's what it is, isn't it? <laughs> <clears throat> I don't know where the food comes from or how you eat it. I uh, cooking a Christmas dinner is my idea of hell because there are mm. so many things and timings to get right and I'm happy to help and to cut and peel but I will never ever be responsible and thank god I, I'm dating someone who can cook so I win yes <laughs> do you do the dishes because that's that's the rule isn't it if someone else has cooked you clear up I clear up I don't mind doing dishes no normally not so mom and dad will normally mom and dad make the meal normally um and they're kind of clean as they go but dad's dad is um my dad used to be in the army so he's very efficient when it comes oh, to I like him so it just gets done yes. no messing around and at the end he'll so normally we'll have our starter which uh for my uh them is prawn cocktail normally for me it's well, a lovely this, pate. this is interesting you're a starter family we just have like the main course and then pudding oh, no. later when we can eat so you have courses Oh, Sam, wait, we, cause again, cause my dad was from the army. He used to be from army messes. Um, so they're dinner parties type things. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And they had so many courses. So normally we start with a starter. Normally I'll have a lovely liver pate um, followed. My family might have a soup or a cocktail, prawn cocktail. Um, then for the main, obviously we'll have our, the turkey with the, my mum makes the best turkey gravy in the world. A uh, piece of blankets, the potatoes, check carrots, all the, the typical Christmas stuff. Then for desserts, Kind of differed over time as we've grown up. It used to be Vianetta as a child. Uh, a Vianetta <laughs> ice cream. Oh, that's classic slice ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> and as we've grown up, it's it's turned into what do we normally have now? We definitely have a cheese board. Um, we love a cheese board. Uh, mm. And then there's pour involved. We'll have a, a shot of port each. You're the um, posh person's Christmas. That's what you have. Oh no, sorry, I don't think it's that posh. I just think it's proper. <laughs> you can't help what your family are. <laughs> where you can't help what you come from, James. You don't You're know from the north. Us poor people have a lump of coal and a nectarine. <laughs> but yeah, then followed by a lot of wine and prosecco and booze. Um and then collapse on the sofa and watch whatever's on TV. Sometimes Doctor Who Christmas, but now that's, that's New Year's this year, which is rubbish. Um, but this year I'm spending it with my partner's family and he's vegetarian, but he's gonna, he's gonna do most of the cooking. Uh, so he'll do all the meats, but he's also gonna make himself a lovely nut roast, which I've had, which is, it's, for a meat substitute, pretty, pretty bang tidy. Um, I've never said bang tidy before, and it's just come out now. So you should say it again, it's not you. No. Yeah, I thought I'd try it. Did it work? No. Um, nice so, your vegetarian part partner is accommodating you this Christmas rather than the other way around. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I since I've moved in, I eat mostly vegetarian food now. So eating meat is a treat now for me. Mm. Um, I eat mostly when I'm out. So I'm kind of an indoor veggie. But Christmas, I'm having all the meat. Uh, I did say to myself, maybe I should just become vegetarian. And then we went out for a meal. I'm like, no, I couldn't give this up. This is too nice. Getting up too much stuff that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> 2020 has been hard enough. Yes. Don't deprive yourself of the meat as well. <clears throat> so we've, we've, we've heard of the, um, the building blocks of Christmas for you. But, but the main reason I got you on here was to talk about your favourite Christmas films. Uh, I was trying to make a list and there actually are so many more now than there used to be. And I was like, oh, actually, this is quite difficult. Yeah. Um, now, I appreciate you've been on the podcast uh, hosted by our friends Ben and Mikey, Once Upon a Screen, where they're a proper movie podcast, um, where they go into depth about the plot and narrative and storyline. I don't, I can't do that. Um, I don't know how, I'm, they have a skills and they can talk. And if you've listened to my podcast, you know I'm not the best talker in the world, which is funny because it's a podcast. Um, so we're going to go scope through a list of your favourites and we're going to just like look at mentions and bits as to why you love them and like them. So yeah, much. we'll do a surface level analysis of why we love our Christmas films. Mm. But if you I'm like expecting an in-depth podcasts, things. then go to uh, Once Upon a Scream and you'll get your, get your 
proper movie podcast there. But we're going to give it a shot. <laughs> yeah. So do you want to firstly run, so I asked you to pick five. Do you want to just quickly run down what those titles are and then we'll dive into them a little bit more? Do you want me to go from five to one or one to five? Ooh, one being the, your... the, the top. Was one the best? One's the best. Okay, go from number five to the best. Okay, so my fifth favourite Christmas film is um, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. The Jim Carrey version. Oh, your list has changed. Yeah, I'm sorry, I've I've deviated from my original one. Is that a problem? (laughs) No, that's fine, that's fine. No, you just caught me off guard. So sorry, I think I I spoke over you. So what's your your number five? My number five, I've combined them in two because it's cheating, but Home Alone and Home Alone 2. Okay. And then the third one is The Holiday. Love that. Yeah. Um, maybe not really a Christmas film, but it's set at Christmas, I guess. Um, and then Love Actually was number two. And then number one was The Muppets Christmas Carol. Nice. So I'll give you a quick rundown of my five. So from, this is really hard. I've not done mine in best to worst because it's, 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 it's too hard. Um, so yeah. here are my, my favorite, my five top films. Um, White Christmas, the 1954 movie. Musical. I've never seen it. Sam, <laughs> we'll talk about it, but you would love it. Um, the Polar Express. Yes, good choice. Uh, Mobius Christmas Carol, It's a Wonderful Life, and the original 1947 version of Miracle on 34th Street. Do you know what? I'm already sensing, James. You have a very old-fashioned sense of Christmas, don't you? And I, get, I feel like this is coming from your parents here as well. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> you well, are like are this. Mine are Mine are from like the 90s onwards. So you mentioned the Grinch. So are we talking the original cartoon or the Jim Carrey or the new CGI version? Or, no, or I've seen the CGI version and yes, that was cool. But mine's the, the Jim Carrey version with um, Taylor Momsen. And um, yes, the one that came out in 2000. Yeah. So just a quick shout out for the um, CGI one. I actually, I watched it the other day. I actually really enjoyed it. I, yeah, it's I good, thought the music it? was interesting because they, they've changed it up a little bit. But um, uh-huh. yeah, a solid choice for modern day kids who like CGI. But Jim Carrey, though, hilarious. Yeah, he. I mean, he's just quintessentially 90s, isn't he? Or mm. early 2000s. Because you've got like Ace Ventura, Dumb and Dumber, The Grinch, um, Bruce Almighty. Like he was everywhere. And I, I loved Jim Carrey. When it first when it first came on the scene, I think because in our house the rules were we would watch a movie a night building up to Christmas. So when we were trying to adjust the list, we were like, "Hmm, does Grinch make the official list, or is that one we just watch whenever we want to?" Uh, and I think one year it did make an appearance on the list. So yeah, a little insight to the very hard household. It, I love it because Jim Carrey, like, he just plays the Grinch so well, and there's just so many quotes that resonate with me as like a 30 year old um miserable man you know? oh, <laughs> but he, he has the best answer phone message that goes if you utter so much as one syllable i'll hunt you down and gut you like a fish <laughs> that was really good <laughs> i'm gonna change my phone to that <laughs> <laughs> uh, could you see yourself playing the character in the future yeah absolutely i'm playing that character now <laughs> You've got that like that that pot belly that I've got over COVID, um, the COVID period. I, I'm ready to oh. play the Grinch this Christmas. You're a mean one, Miss Grinch. You've got termites in your smile. Ba 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 Mr. Grinch. <laughs> so I only saw Home Alone for the first time. I think like four years ago for the first time. What? Yeah, it wasn't. I think in our household we didn't really do silly films. And like, I think our family always thought Home Alone was a bit silly and daft. Right. Um, so when I watched it, I was like, "This is really good. Why have I not seen this sooner? This is great." It is good because sometimes, like you know, when I was going to say, like if you had some, there are some films if you haven't watched them as a child, then people go and watch them later. I just don't get it. I don't understand yeah. why it's so. It's like yeah, because you're thirty now, you're not going to appreciate it. But Home Alone, and yes, it's set in the 90s, and it's very, very 90s. It still stands up today. You could put it on for a kid of, the, of today's ages, and they'd still love it. Donald Trump's in the second one, isn't he? Yeah, isn't only he briefly. Good. You can't cancel Home Alone 2 just because of that brief, <laughs> that brief appearance. 
I would love to know what Kevin's parents do to afford that huge house and to fly everyone away mm. on holiday. I was like, what job do they have? How rich are these people? It's never mentioned, is it? Yeah, I got, you've got to love Home Alone. I can't believe you didn't see it as a child, though. I know. It was mad. When I first watched it, I was like, this is great. Do you think you would do well as a little child, Home Alone, fending off burglars? Oh, yeah. I was always setting up little traps and stuff around my house, like making little... Not to hurt people, but like, you know, little like mechan- <laughs> mechanisms, like, you know, you'd flick a ball and it would knock over a domino and like, you know, that sort of thing. What would be your um your go-to trap to keep someone out? Mm, um, a hole in the floor with spikes at the bottom of it. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, they're not, they're the not, adult version. If they're coming in, they're not going out. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Give that a horror twist then. Um, was there, were there any more after the second one or was that it? Yeah, so Home Alone 1 and Home Alone 2 are the original and best two films. If you, and then Home Alone 3 and Home Alone 4 are both shite. <laughs> so don't, don't even bother watching those. I mean, it's, it's a similar premise. Like You already know what's going to happen and it's not Macaulay Culkin or Catherine O'Hara or any of the original cast. Uh, okay. And they're also remaking it now. So I don't know how that's going to be, but we'll, we'll find out. Why are they remaking it? That's weird. They're remaking is everything, isn't it? This is the, the period of unoriginality. We'll just remake yeah. everything. What a strange one. Then you go on to The Holiday, which I watched recently. Uh, I, I've seen it years ago as well. I love The Holiday. I'm not necessarily sure it's a Christmas film, but I think no. it definitely fits in the, that's when you watch it. It was a last minute change. I know you said I've changed my list. It's because I... I had the Polar Express in there, and I do like the Polar Express, but it's, I've decided it's not my favourite one. I put it in there because it made me cry at one point, that's why. But The Holiday, I love that film more because my sister and my mum love it as well. It's it, it's like a, a family favourite. Mm. It's a nice watch. It's very. It has the same feel of Bridget Jones' Diary, when it's very, yeah. they have the quaint little British uh, cottagey place all the snow and the loveliness. Do you, would you be someone who would want to go to um, sunny America for Christmas? Or would you be someone happy to, to stay in picturesque, snowy cottage England? I like the idea of a picturesque cottage one, but I'm, I think I'd go to America. I'd love to spend Christmas abroad. I've done Christmas in the UK. It's so grim. Yeah, it's not what the films make it out to be. It's not snowy. Sorry, listeners, to smash any dreams, but it's not snowy postcard. Yeah, get real America. That is not what Britain looks like in the winter. <laughs> no, snow comes in February, March now. Thank you, global warming. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, Love Actually, I don't think I've actually seen it all the way through. I've definitely seen clips of it. I think I was really off-putting because I don't really like Hugh Grant as an actor. Although no, I have just watched not... the, un- the Undoing, which is a bloody great TV show. Um, that's, that's and he's in it. Great. Hugh Grant plays only a part in it. It's a great ensemble cast. Like, it's one of the best casts that you can have. It's, it's mostly British people. So you've got Keira Knightley, Hugh Grant, um, Emma Thompson, um, Snake from Harry Potter. What's his name? Alan Rickman. <laughs> um, Rowan Atkinson's in it. He plays, like, a bit part as a... Um, it's just great. And I, and I went to watch that film with my mum. And we went with my dinner ladies from primary school. So I, I, because my mum was a dinner lady at my primary school, I didn't, okay. didn't, didn't just like invite a... them. <laughs> Hi, do you want to come to the cinema this weekend? Okay, Sam, we'll come. No, so I have, I have very vivid memories of watching that film, just being surrounded by 50 and 60 year old women who I've known since my childhood. Did anyone cry? Everyone cried in love, actually, because it's just so lovely. Because love, actually, is all around. And that's the premise of the film. Well done. I, I, I can't forgive Alan Rickman, though, for cheating on Emma Thompson and making her oh. cry. Oh, my gosh, don't get yeah, that scene. With that There's so many scenes skank. in that film when she's, like, holding her face with her hands and going, you've made a fool of me, too, and Joni Mitchell's playing. Like, if you're not crying at that scene, then you're a monster. And there's another bit in it as well. It's not really Christmassy, but do you know who Laura Linney is? She's the blonde one, and she's in love with that guy from work. Oh, yes, yes, yes. The and whole... she's got a brother who's got oh. learning difficulties, who's in a hospital. Hmm. Like He goes to hit her, and she like grabs his hand, and she's like, don't you do that, my darling. 
I don't actually like her much as an actress, so that scene kind of doesn't get do out. much for get me. Get out, get out, I'm not talking <laughs> to you anymore. This is your oh. podcast now, Sam and Joy. <laughs> this is the Laura Linney Appreciation Podcast. <laughs> She's in a show, I think, at the moment, my partner watched o- O-Dark or something. Uh, mm-hmm. I, just, I, don't, I just don't get it. I don't like, I just don't read her. I just like, come on, show me something else. Um, How do you feel about Keira Knightley? I feel like I love Keira Knightley. I think I'm such a fan. And I know she gets a lot of hate from people. I love I a Keira Knightley impression. The... Will you do one for me? Oh, um... I'm trying to think what she's. Let me find. Let me give me two seconds to find the line she says. But I feel like Kira Knightley suffers from the same thing Emma Watson suffers from. People just don't like these posh white brunette girls. Yeah. I don't know why. Kira she plays some really great characters in all the films she's been in. I mean, she was great. My favorite. I actually really like um, the Hole. It's like an indie. Hole. Yeah. Hole. I think it's called the Hole. The Hole. Uh, yeah. And she's in Paris of the Caribbean. She's done. I think she's great. I like. I like Kira Knightley. I don't know what people's issues. Are. I'm just waiting to see if you do the the face that everyone does when they do a Kira Knightley impression. <laughs> I well, love the. I think you sent it to us. The TikToker who's doing yeah. that at the moment. He's just, oh my geez. god! The tenth jewel. Where'd, where'd you go find the keys? Yeah. <laughs> I went to the shop. It was so busy. I felt like such a dizzy cow. <laughs> There's a scene in Love Actually where she comes and visits that guy and he's been filming her like some psycho at the wedding. And she's like watching the video and she's like, oh my God, they're all of me. But you don't like me. You don't even talk to me. Let's Try go on, um, in Pirates of the Caribbean where she hits the guy in the face and goes, do you like pain? Try wearing a corset. Oh. <laughs> do you like pain? Well, try wearing a corset. No, that was terrible. <laughs> that was really bad. I've done much better than that. You got like a very like a Jennifer Tilly, like, oh, oh, you like pain. Do you like pain? Do you like pain? Shall I wear a closet? Oh, no, I, love I will. That's my, my challenge for Christmas is to work on my Kira impression. Oh, I would like no. can you get can you get your listeners to send in Kira Knightley impressions, please? <laughs> yes. Uh listeners, please send on your Kira Knightley impressions and I'll put them on the Instagram story. Yeah. <laughs> There we go. Well, that's a challenge. And then I will perfect mine and mine will then go there. And it will be an appreciation of Kira Knightley and nothing else. Yes, that's what we'll, we'll start a new podcast, the Kira Knightley and Laura Linney Appreciation Podcast. <laughs> Each week we talk about a different film or TV production they've been part of. And lastly, the best Christmas film ever on your list, The Muppets Christmas Carol. Yes! <laughs> the when, Muppets how old are you when you first Carol, watched it? It's Seminal, isn't it? It's like every person our age has seen the Muppets Christmas Carol or should have seen the Muppets Christmas Carol and loves yeah. it. There's not a single person I know who goes, Oh, I don't like that one. It's, it's the Muppets. What can you not like about the Muppets? <laughs> you've got, got Kermit, you've got Miss Piggy, you've got Fozzie, it's, you've it's got a Gonzo. Story, it's a story that's recognizable because it's Charles Dickens. It's a Christmas. It's got Michael Caine in it. Michael Caine. How on earth did they book Michael Caine on this job? Like, I, I wonder when his agent came to it, I've got this film, Christmas Carol. Oh, I love Christmas Carol, I do. Um, Who's playing Bob Pratchett? Well, that would be Kermit the Frog. <laughs> you are. <laughs> I'm Michael Caine. I'm a respected actor. <laughs> that's not how he sounds. That's how much more Billy Jones. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm really enjoying your impersonation. Thank you. I used to, he hit the Italian job. I only told you to blow the bloody doors off. Oh, Michael Caine. That's better. That's more like Michael Caine. I mean, Michael Caine um, is Miss Congeniality. Look oh at me walking. God. Don't I look pretty? <laughs> <laughs> but I love Michael Caine. And when we, in the chorus, when we sang at the, um, uh, what was it? The magazine, GQ. GQ Awards. Yeah. He was there in the audience and he, bless him, he's an old man now, but he didn't know what he's, Probably had no idea who we were, but um, I was looking dead at him and I was like, That's Michael Caine, that's Michael Caine, that's Michael Caine, I love you. Why, it's Ebenezer Scrooge. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that because I'm um, the Prince Charles um, cinema, they always show the, the, the sing along in London yeah, every Christmas. You go every year, don't you? I love no, it. I, 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 I always, because our friend Di always arranges a large booth and I'm always, I always plan to go, but something usually comes up. The people you have to sit next to are Di and Andrew as well. Because they yeah. melt it out, and it's 
so much more fun when you're next to them. It's like, oh, it's I lovely. Hear, I can hear Di going, I'm singing of the street corner choir. Literally. Getting warm, getting warm by the fire. <laughs> I think my favourite bit in the film, that well, one of my favourite bits, is with the little rabbit, Muppet, um, who's singing at Scrooge's door. He's like, on your feast of even. And then Scrooge throws the um, wreath at him. So, oh, bunny. And then he's shivering in the cold. Oh, it's we, like, I, I have particular love for this film because it's a film that me and, me and my brother and my sister, considering there's such a large age gap, we all love the Muppet's Christmas Carol. And in particular, we'll laugh at, you know, the ghost of Christmas future. Yeah. The, the one in the cloak. The, the supposed to be scary one. Well, my brother's ruined him for me now because he comes with like a certain soundtrack that goes. So my brother will get up on Christmas morning and just he'll pop his head around the door to the living room and go. He'll just point at me with his big hand. Are you the ghost of Christmas yet to come? <laughs> I want to spend a Christmas at your house with your family. Yeah, we're great fun. And then I always walk around going, I'm a very large absent-minded spirit. <laughs> <laughs> did I say that? Did yes, I say did. that already? <laughs> fun fact uh, about the um, Ghost of Christmas future. Originally, it was pitched that it would be the big, scary, cloaky man, but out of the hood would be Gonzo's nose. Gonzo was originally going to be, he wasn't going to say anything, but all you'd see is his nose popping out of the hood. I'm then glad they, they didn't. I'm, I'm glad they didn't. You've got to have some some kind of peril, haven't you, in these films? Yeah. And he was my generally quite a creepy character. Yeah, and my favourite characters in the, sh in the film is Rizzo the Rat. I mean, Rizzo is my favourite Muppet, but him paired with Gonzo as Charles Dickens. It's just genius. It's just yeah. absolutely genius. And the bit that got me as a child was when they are trying to get over the very large iron gate and they climb up a bit and then they throw themselves over and Rizzo makes a big deal about it because he's scared of heights and he jumps. And then he realises he's forgotten his jelly beans. So he just goes underneath the gate and then back again. Yeah. And Gonzo's like, you're an idiot. <laughs> I was like, what? What? She's literally, you're I through those bars the whole time? <laughs> I'm, a big, oh, I'm just... a very big Miss Piggy <clears throat> fan. So I'm, I'm, I'm always here for a piggy moment. And she's, she's, she's nibbling at something and her daughter's going, She's like, I'm not thinking them. I'm hello, Colin. Hiya. My partner's home, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, but yes, she's um, she's talking to the, the twin sisters, B Bettina and Belinda. Belinda. Well, I'm, <laughs> Belinda. I'm Belinda. I'm Belinda. Whatever. <laughs> oh, it's just such a magical film. And that's, it's just, it stands the test of time as being just a great Christmas film and there, there have been many the, the Christmas Carol has been told so many times but I think it's the most entertaining yeah do you remember that Christmas Carol film that Kate I think it was called Scrooge and it had um, Kate Winslet singing in it she did that, Chris, oh. that Christmas song and it was it went um what if I had never let you go it's like a one a one time of singing and um it's like Classic Christmas song, you know. I'll have to look at that one up. I've never heard that one before. Oh. But yes, I will be forcing my partner to be watching watch that one at some point this year. Yeah. Um, so onto my list. We've already spoken about um, Muppets Christmas Carol, so we can scratch back that one. Um, so White Christmas it was, a, was made in 1954. It's a musical with a number of um, huge dance scenes. So the, the idea is it's two... Um, I guess that at the time they would do touring theater events and that's how they became big and they did radio shows and TV wasn't really a thing then. Um, mm -hmm. And there's these two men who've been in the army, they're out of the army now, they're now touring all the places uh, and they come across these two ladies who are doing a similar kind of thing. Uh, and they end up all in this cabin together and they're trying to hook up essentially. And they have these just huge extravagant dance numbers and it's the campest, gayest thing in the world. But at the time, I suppose they all just thought it was all wholesome, lovely fun. Um, yeah. But I think it's, who's, I'm just gonna get the cast up now because their names have completely gone from my brain. But the two sisters, they do this great um, 
musical number at the beginning with two fans and they sing sisters sisters and then the two men eventually they have to run off for some reason so the two men they come on and they copy it and it's like oh isn't it funny two men are dressing up as women (laughs) it's very of the time yeah Bing, Bing Crosby, that's who it is. Bing Crosby. Bing Crosby. Oh, yeah, he Bing is Crosby. Christmas, isn't he? Yeah. So it's got oh, that very... So I'm guessing he sings White Christmas in this film. Though. He does, yeah. So there's this yeah. lovely bit at the end. They're all dressed with, like, Santry-themed outfits. And it's... I can't believe you've not watched it. You will not regret it. I promise you that, Sam. I'll add it to my list. Yes. Um, so the other one I was talking about was uh, the original 1947 Miracle on 44th Street. Not the crap one with Matilda uh, in the remake. It's it's, um, it's in black and white. It's something my pet. I think at the time I, I didn't like it as a child, but I've learned to love it after being it being forced down my my eyes for years and years and years. Um, it's just this lovely story of a little girl who has to believe, but while everything is against her, and like it's just it's it's so nice, and the the acting is great, and it's is it the same ideal. premise as the nineteen nineties. Film. Yeah, so basically they take Santa to court. This guy's saying he's the real Father Christmas. And the court are trying to prove that he's insane or something. Um, and then they bring all the post in and they slam it on the judge's table say, look, they're all addressed to this man. He must be Father Christmas. And because the post said it, and because they're a legal thing, he is legally Father Christmas. And that's how they, in the end, resolve it. And it's right. beautiful. Oh, that's another one. I've seen the, the version with Matilda. I've not seen the old old world's one well i uh that don't work for you there sam and you'll come back to okay. me God, james you were right <laughs> uh yeah so polo express it was, that's a recent one on my list um it's perfect except for the creepy elves i don't <laughs> understand why they were designed in such a creepy horrifying way with horrible voices i really wish there was a reason i have i've looked and there's no like given um it's a lovely story of a child who's at the age where he's starting to doubt if Father Christmas is real and he gets whisked away on this magical train that takes him to the, uh, the North Pole. Yeah. Uh, and it's got a beautiful song in it um, that one of the child sings in it on when they're on the train. It's this is the, the song stars. that made me cry. Ah. This is the, so I like the film. Like I wasn't, you know, it's not one of my favourites. That song in particular sticks in my head because I remember sitting there watching it on my own in the dark just one time. <laughs> like, oh my God, this is just so touching. <laughs> uh, Tom Hanks, like, I think plays a number of voices in the film. And I think to- whatever Tom Hanks does um, is gold. So it's a right Christmas treat. Yeah, well, he's Sorry, the father of America, isn't he, Tom Hanks? <laughs> <laughs> so good. He's just got such a comforting voice, especially when he's Father Christmas. He's just like, oh, what's this now, young man? It's like, oh, all right, Tom. <laughs> you all right? Well, he's Woody the Cowboy, isn't he, Tom Hanks? Exactly, yeah. He's a, you are a toy! Again, not, one of my, <laughs> not one of my best impersonations in the world, as you as you can tell. And lastly, um, my the ultimate Christmas film, but weirdly nothing to do with Christmas, just kind of set at Christmas time. It's a Wonderful Life. I've Please never seen that serious. either. No, I haven't. Sam! I know, I know. I Well, it's... No, I'm not a sorry for it. Not everyone's seen that one, I'm sure. <laughs> Tell me about It's a Wonderful Life, James. <laughs> you're just trying to say that a bit more positivity in that, <laughs> rather than rolling your eyes. Please, James, tell me more. There we go. That's, yeah, that's what I'm paying you for. Um, <laughs> uh, so Wonderful Life, in short, is the story of a family man who um, wants to travel the world, but because of family and business, he can't and gets stuck in the home he lives in. And he ends up giving essentially away a lot of his money and a lot of his time to support everyone else. Uh, and then his uncle loses some money and the uncle might go to jail, but then uh, he'll get blamed for it. So he decides... He goes on a bit of a walk and decides that life, everyone would be better off if he'd never been born. And the angels above are watching and Maurice, the angel, comes down and he um, shows him what life would be like if he'd never been born. And he goes on this journey. He sees what his wife is doing and uh, she's called Mary. The best thing about this film is the main character shouts out Mary so many times that me and my mum have made a drinking game out of it. You have a (laughs) shot every time he says, 
I'll, I won't go too close to the mic because I'm not too sure how loud this will be. Um, Murray! He's got such a, what's his name as well? It's going to drive me crazy. He's, <laughs> um, but yeah, he just shouts her name so often. It's like, oh, well, no. And it got to the point when we're near the end of the film, half sloshed, and my dad's saying, oh, he said it again, drink. I can't drink anymore, Dad. I have a similar one drinking game that I do with Jurassic Park with the people shouting, Alan! <laughs> so it's a wonderful life. I really shouldn't have written this down, really. Is it a famous actor? Uh, yes, he was for his time. I think it's called Jimmy James. Jimmy James. Jimmy James Stewart. James Stewart. He plays George, uh, George Bailey, uh, and his wife's called Mary. And for that the entire film, he's like Mary, Mary. And it, it really it vibrates in, the, in his throat. It's, like, it's great. It's perfect. Yeah, and then yeah, eventually it's it's it comes that all the people in the town are really happy that he's there because he's been there to support them. And in the end, they support him, and it all, it's a happy ending in the end. Yeah. Um, but it's lovely. It's a very long film. Um, how long is it? It's a long film, but you you get you get through it. It's two hours and twelve minutes. Actually, it's not that it's not that long actually. Um, but it's it takes you to a whole lovely new world of America. It's black and white. It's very wholesome. It's yeah. It's a it's nothing to do with Christmas, but it's one of those films you watch at Christmas. See, I think with Christmas films, it doesn't have to be about Christmas. It just has to have it's the feeling, isn't it, that it's mm. great. It makes you go, oh, that's Christmassy. You know, family being together and. You know, it's not about the present, it's about loving each other and being kind. You know. Our own book. So oh, yes. Yeah. Some, oh. Very, uh, some very quick special mentions, though. Uh, because Netflix has so many Christmas films on, I've, been, I've had Christmas films in the background while I've been working in the week. Fidesha Hudson actually might be the new queen of Christmas. She's That's in the, the I'm sure there are more, but the ones I've watched so far are The Princess Switch 1 and 2. One was superior to the second one. It's right. cheesy and a naff as hell, but <laughs> I loved every second of it. Yeah. It basically, she plays a girl and it's Prince of the Pauper. It's kind of Prince of the Pauperish, where she swaps places with a princess and right. she gets to see what life is like as a princess and the blah, blah, blah. Um, and there's also another one she did called The Night Before Christmas, and Night is spelt K N I. HT. I think I've seen that one. Boards. Also, Naf. Uh, but he's all right to look at. And it came to an end where it, it leads to a sequel and it hasn't come out yet. And I'm like, where's the night before Christmas 2? <laughs> <laughs> I need this Naf film. <laughs> it's like, it's very... everything crossed for you, James. Oh, come on. So uh, I don't normally do this, Sam. Uh, well, I've never done this on the podcast, actually. <gasps> you, you look <laughs> as it's Christmas time and we're feeling festive and jolly, what do you do at Christmas? You play games. So I'd like to play <gasps> a game play a with game. you. We're going to play a yes. game. Is it a drinking so, game? Please bear in mind that it's one o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> uh, to be fair, this is the, the most sober I've done a podcast. And normally I've um, <laughs> had a few drinks. Uh, so <laughs> uh, I've, not, I've, I've been drinking water and tea today. Very grown up. Uh, but basically, as we've been talking about Christmas films, I'm going to list off a bunch of movie quotes and I hope you can tell me where they're from. Yes, go for it. Because you're known uh, in our friendship group for your pop culture knowledge and your quoting abilities. So hopefully none of these go in this. James, because if I don't get any of these right, <laughs> I'll have egg on my face. <laughs> so no pressure. I'm also really bad at reading and talking. So and we know that your impersonation all. skills are limited. So... <laughs> Are you, you going to just read them? I'll, I'll read them, yes. So, um, number one. It's a bit of a long one, so uh, bear with. Um, the house was freezing, so I went to try and light up the fire. That's when I noticed the smell. The fireman came and broke down the chimney too. Me and my mom were expecting to pull out a dead cat or a bird, and instead they pulled out my father. It's not funny. Um, he was dressed in a Santa Claus suit. He'd been climbing down the chimney, his arms loaded with presents. He was going to surprise us. He slipped and broke his neck. He died instantly. And that's how I found out there was no Santa Claus. Do you know what it's from? Such grief in your voice. Yes, I do know what that's from. <laughs> it's from it's from the gremlins. Correct. Ding 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 ding. <laughs> it's the gremlins. 
Gremlins nearly got on my list, but I, I, I it's, a, it's a weird, is it a Christmas film? Isn't it a Christmas film kind of thing? It is a Christmas film, I think. It's a film set at Christmas, you know, like yeah. Die Hard sort of thing. Exactly. But when I watched it, and, I, and again, that's a recent watch for me in my lifespan, um, that scene came on and I'm like, what? Yeah, what? it's very dark, isn't it? And she's really getting into it. She's like, yeah, my father was trapped in the chimney. <laughs> and then they suddenly move on. I'm like, yeah. wait, are we not going to... Yeah, she couldn't yeah. just say, I don't like Christmas. It's just not my favourite time of year. No. <laughs> it's, not, it's not about you, love. There are little monsters <laughs> roaming about now. Let's focus on them. But yeah, I'd love to know more about that section of the... Because um, I, I think they they mock it in the sequel, I think. I'm not sure how they do, but they, they certainly bring it up again. But mm-hmm. on to number two. <clears throat> I'll get this right. The best way to spread Christmas cheer is singing loud for all to hear. Uh, it's the Grinch. It's not. Wait, wait, hang on. Oh, wait, no, it's Elf. <laughs> Fucking buddy, the Elf. Oh, my God. <laughs> the best way to spread Christmas cheer is singing loud. I actually don't like Elf. Um, Me either. Elf. It's Will Ferrell, isn't it? Yeah, I like Will Ferrell. Don't like Elf. Like, I think it's it's too... It's it's a kid it's a kids film, but I think it's a bit too kiddish for me. Yeah, but people love it, so whatever. So this one um is quite long and is multiple characters. So I'm going to try and change my voice a bit uh, for each character. Try and keep up. I'll try my best to not slip up. Okay, I rhymed. Oh, I'm a poet. Um, <clears throat> is it vegetable? No. Mineral? No. Animal? Then what else? What else? Indeed. Is it a farm? <laughs> Never. Is it in the city? Usually. Does it have a handsome cup? Certainly not. How about a dog? No. A cat? A cat. I said it first. No. Wait then. Is it an unwanted cr- creature? Often. A mouse? No. A, a rat? You're called a cockroach. I think you might know what it is. A leech? Oh dear, it's too wonderful. Wait, wait, I know. An unwanted creature, but not a rat, a leech, or a cockroach. Then what? Then what? What? It's Ebenezer Scrooge. Yes, how wonderful. Oh. It's the Muppets Christmas Carol. Ding, 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 ding. I just, I had to just jump in with cockroach because I, it's one of those films where like you just have quotes with different friends, and me and my friends go. I picked that one. I was like, am I going to do that one? Am I really going to? That's a lot of words. You only gave it away when you said why it's Ebenezer Scrooge at the end. Yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> I kind of gathered you know what it was by that point. Mm. Um, right. Okay. This one I think I can, I can do. <clears throat> Number four. I like. <clears throat> Number four. <laughs> I look quite pretty. You're nightly in love, actually. Yay! See, I was holding off of that one because I knew the game was coming up. You sort of semi-did the jaw as well. I look quite pretty. <laughs> <laughs> I look quite pretty, actually. <laughs> <laughs> but ding, 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 win. Uh, okay, number f- five. Okay. Seeing is believing, but sometimes the most real thing in the world are the things we can't see. We've mentioned okay. it on the podcast. Have we? Have I seen it? Is it one that I've seen? Yes. Seeing is believing. Oh, is that is it the Miracle on 34th Street? No, no I haven't seen you, it. Yeah, let's go. <clears throat> Let me try again. I don't know which character says it, but I'm going to guess. Um, seeing is believing, but sometimes the most real things in the world are the things we can't see. Pass. You've got me. I'm going to kick myself. Uh, it's from the Polar Express. Oh, I you're being Tom think Hanks. think Father Christmas says it at the end? Uh, okay, uh, you won't know this one, but I'm going to do it anyway so people at home can guess. Um, okay. Look, Daddy, teacher says every time a bell rings, an angel gets its wings. Oh, I know what it's from. It's from okay. It's a Wonderful Life. Yes, correct. Yeah, it's uh, Zuzu, the daughter. Um, Zuzu? Yeah, she's actually. it's a really modern name for a very old film, but she's called Zuzu. Zuzu? All right. That's a short for something. I'll let that go for now. <laughs> Uh, okay. All right, next. <clears throat> Don't laugh. I look quite pretty. <laughs> <laughs> the tension there. <laughs> There's children throwing snowballs instead of throwing heads. They're building busy toys and absolutely no one's dead. Oh, I can't believe my eyes. There's something wrong inside. Um, it's the Nightmare Before Christmas, which I'm surprised was not in your top five. It is. It's a, 
I love it, but I, I it's not one I go to. Inst- I watch it more close to Halloween Town than I t- than I do Christmas time. But I will yeah, watch it. Yeah, it is again. a film I could I could watch any time. But yeah, I'm surprised for you. Well, I'm a wimp, you see. I don't really like scary things. So I, I slide that into Halloween. So I can say, oh, I've watched a Halloween film. Yeah. <laughs> Rather than the actual scary ones. Okay. Let's uh, see if I can get these. Done that one. Okay, so we'll do this one first. Okay, uh, so number eight. It's a poor excuse for picking a man's pocket every December the 25th. But I seem to be the only one who knows it. Take it off. Ooh. Can you do it again? Yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> it's a poor excuse. Oh, Try to get the voice right. It's a poor excuse for picking a man's pocket every December the 25th. But as I seem to be the only man who knows it, take it. Oh. It's... Should I do it without the bad accent? No, no. Keep the accents out. It's it's a British character from like London right it's an old yeah. fashioned type London character I don't I'm, like, I'm thinking Oliver Twist but that's not a Christmas film <clears throat> poor excuse for picking a man's pocket oh it's is it the Muppets Christmas Carol again it's it's Scrooge it could be it's, it was, it's in, a, in a lot of Christmas carols so yeah. I'll give you that oh it is Dickens then it's like an original line from his yeah. book but it's been oh, okay mm. That's why I got Oliver Twist. For picking a man's every. That's how I would play the role of, of Scrooge. Is actually no, I, I do I do a, a lot differently. Uh, okay, on to the next I'm one. Then. Supposed to blow the bloody pocket. He's always off. <laughs> Great film, no Christmas film, but um, everyone should watch the Italian job. Um, so, on ninth uh, ninth quote, in the movies we have leading ladies and we have the best friend. You, I can tell, are the leading lady. But for some reason, you're behaving like the best friend. No, that's not the voice he does at all, but... <laughs> Still entertaining, though. Thank you. Um, Thank you. Oh, I don't know. We, again, have spoken about it on the podcast. In the movies, we have, lead, we have leading ladies and the best friend. You, I could tell you're the leading lady. But for some reason, you're behaving like the best friend. Are you... He's not at all. Are you being um, Bing Crosby in White Christmas? No. <laughs> oh, the it holiday. On... The yes. holiday. Yes. yes. I was trying to be the old, old man. The old man talking to Kate Winslet. Yeah. Oh. He's so sweet. But I don't. I, I have not done him justice at all with that accent. <laughs> no. Oh, okay, we're back. Um, if you sir, please, why open the office tomorrow? Other businesses will be closed, but there'll be no one to do business with. Uh, it'll be a waste of things. Uh, it'll be a waste of like a lot of expensive coal for the fire. Uh. Do you want to do it again? And ask yeah, again? I feel like I was really bad. I feel like you know what it is, but I feel like I need to redeem myself. <clears throat> Hi ho! If you through, please. Why open the office tomorrow? Other businesses will be closed. There'll be no one to do business with. It'll be a waste of a lot of expensive coal for the fire. Ah! Just a season to be jolly and joy is it the Muppets Christmas Carol? Was how'd you get it? I don't know what you. I mean, what? It was like Kermit <laughs> was in the room then, Jane. Like I can do Kermit quite well. That was a terrible Kermit impression. Hi, Paul. No, it's lovely. Uh, it's great. But uh, what's the score? Who cares? You're a winner. Yay. You're a winner, baby. Baby. Yeah. Let the music are... play. <laughs> <laughs> If you oh here's a fun question for you. If you were to make a uh, a a movie, uh remove all the human cast except for one person, what movie would it be? Remove the human cast. Sorry, let me rephrase that. So let's take uh you can take a book or a movie that already exists, yeah. but the entire cast of Muppets, except for one actor, very much like Michael Caine, is the only human in well, mostly the only human. Yes, and in Muppets Christmas Carol. Oh, that's a good one. Has it got to be a Christmas film? No, it could be whatever you want. <laughs> I'd quite like to watch Titanic with Muppets. Can you imagine that? <laughs> It'd have to be a really serious character playing, like, like the, man, the man and woman would have to be, perhaps keep it as Kate and Kate Winslet and Leonardo DiCaprio, but everyone else everyone is else Muppets. Is Muppets. <laughs> you know, iceberg, iceberg. <laughs> 
Just the dancing scene with all the Muppets. You, oh my God. Yes. Can we please make this film? <laughs> Miss Piggy would play the unsinkable Molly Brown. <laughs> <laughs> we could have the two old men on the uh, on the boat as mermaids. No, the old men would be the guys watching out for the iceberg and they would be the ones who uh, missed it. Why are you going iceberg? I missed it. No. <laughs> no. We're all going to die. <laughs> uh, we're going to have, have to cast who's Kurt. Maybe Kate's love it, male love interest, make him the bad guy. Yeah. We're like, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe Miss Piggy and Kermit can play Jack and Rose's part and we'll keep someone else as a human in it. Fuck it, we'll just have the whole cast as Muppets. It's great. <laughs> and the, the, the eagle, Sam the eagle, can play the captain. <gasps> Perfect. Yeah, and Gonzo and Rizzo, they'll play like Jack's friends, the Irish guy and the um, Latin American guy. Uh, I'll yeah. get James Cameron on the phone. Uh, I'll get Jim Henson's company on the phone. We'll make it happen. Magic, baby. Let's make this work. Sam, we are coming to the end of the podcast, but thank you very much for your enchanting voice and your presence. Your presence has been a present. I am the Nancy of Christmas present, as I said before. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, How can people find you on the internet for all your lovely gifts and memes and social media funness? Well, should you feel the need to follow me, um, you can find me at animatronic on Instagram. I'm also in the London Gay Men's Chorus Ensemble, and we are doing a show on the 20th of December called Homo Alone. It's the story of 15 gay men um, bubbling together and saving Christmas in Clapham this year. You can go to the Gay Men's Chorus website and find tickets there, should you want to watch me sing. Well, thank you again, Sam, for being on the podcast and giving you your time. Um, I've wanted to get, like I said before, I wanted to get you on the podcast for ages, so I'm very glad that it's been for a festive treat. Um, for everyone not, uh, who can't see Sam, he's wearing a lovely, festive, colourful jumper. Um, so thank you for making the effort. Um, I tried. <laughs> yes. So we'll say goodbye. But as a thank you so much. Goodbye. Goodbye, James. You're a mean one, Miss Bridge. You've got termites in your smile. Ba 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 Mr. Green. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.